0: Indescribable yet yet pleasant. Um, how do you say sensation? Experience. Been hearing like a new song that you haven't heard before, that you just instantly like, and then listening to it over and over again. It's like one of the things that doesn't fade. It doesn't matter if you're 10 or if you are up. If you're 40. If you're 35 like me, it's a it's a cool deal. It's a cool, fun experience. My brother was just diving out music today. Shout out to Brooks. Thanks again, man. This is a uh, band called Shoffy. S H O F F Y. The song "Cool Again." Love that jam. Be listening to that for a minute. Good stuff. Nuance is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport here in Missoula, the corner of Stevens and Mount. You can also visit online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour of the show. Talked some NFL draft. Heard from NFL draftee Daniel Hardy, former Montana State Bobcat, who was picked in the seventh round by the Los Angeles Rams. Also, talked a little high school track, Treasure State's Best, presented by Paul's Pancake Parlor. Some of the best high school marks in prep, track, and field so far this year in Montana. And we talked a little Grizzly Cross and gave you some wings. You can find everything on the Nuana's Now podcast, probably presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as The Advocates bringing our guy, Andrew Houghton. He hasn't had his dull set tones on the ESPN radio in a little while. He, I chimed in a couple times yesterday, but uh, we had the first week of May off, and then uh, we were out Monday, so here we are. Uh, before we get into uh, some Big C.I. Conference softball and some Big C.I. Conference track and field, anything new that you're bumping to? Uh, what are you listening to? You're a big music guy. I always like it because you and I don't actually have a lot of same music taste, so you actually show me a lot. I mean, I like my hip-hop too, but
2: you're really into it. So what have you been jamming on lately? I've been listening to the new Pusha T album, Coulter, which is sort of causing me to reevaluate. I think Pusha T, as he keeps releasing music here, and there was a whole big controversy over this whole album because somebody wrote a review of a Pusha T album that said, you know, it was a good album, but why wasn't it, like, focused on fatherhood and, like, his kids and his relationships and growing older? You know, sort of the stuff that Jay-Z sort of transitioned into as he was getting older? And Pusha T says, you know, I just want to rap about doing crimes, <laughs> selling sh- drugs. I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. And I'm just like, it's a great Pusha T album. Why do you want for it to be anything more than a Pusha T album? So I've been jamming out to that recently. A it's, lot at the gym. It's funny because, you know,
0: you, uh, you, you keep doing hardcore rap, stories of the streets, and they kill you. Or you become a dad, start rapping about being a dad, and start being in Disney movies like Ice Cube, and they kill you. <laughs> so either way, you're just going to get killed by the critics, man. Like uh, our old journalism professors used to always say, if you don't got critics, that means you don't got readers. If you don't got readers, that means what the heck's the point of your job? So take the criticism as it comes with grace. Realize when people are criticizing you, it's because they are uh, they actually care, and or they're at least engaging one other thing before we get to Big Sky Softball and Big Sky Track and Field. Uh, one re- Revisiting the NFL draft, uh, two things. One, correction. I did mention that uh, Troy Anderson was the third FCS player off the board. That's actually incorrect. He was the fourth. Tyler Fenning from Northern Iowa went number 19 to the New Orleans Saints. Cole Strange from Chattanooga went number 29 to the New England Patriots. And then with the second pick of the second round, number 34 overall, Christian Watson from North Dakota State went to the Green Bay Packers. And then Troy Anderson, the fourth FCS player drafted, number 58 overall uh, by the Atlanta Falcons in the second round. A couple other big sky guys who got shots as undrafted free agents. Tristan Taylor, offensive tackle from Eastern Washington, signed with the Bears. Tololu Limu Jones, public enemy number one here in Missoula. He gets also of Eastern Washington uh wide receiver, he gets uh, signed by the Carolina Panthers. Noah Ellis, the third and largest of Luther Ellis's sons who played at the University of Idaho, a six foot four 367 pound defensive tackle at Idaho. He's going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Luther Ellis, by the way, a famed uh, all-Pro defensive lineman for the Detroit Lions, who I'm still completely unsure how he ended up. At Idaho for for a long stretch, too. It wasn't just, like, getting into the coaching ranks. He coached three sons while he was there. I mean, he was there for, I believe, the duration of Paul Petrino's time at Idaho. I think eight or nine full seasons for Luther Ellis at Idaho. So, uh, regardless, that's been a gift that I guess will now stop giving to the Vandals. The other Idaho guy, Trey Walker, a guy was a very impressive linebacker for the Vandals, he gets picked up by the Washington Commanders. Tanner Connor, a kid out of Idaho State, who, who knows if he'll play receiver or tight end in the NFL, but he's got the speed and size to certainly at least be worth a look, and the Miami Dolphins agreed, uh, so he signs with Miami. Portland State punter Seth Vernon gets hooked up with the Atlanta Falcons. UC Davis defensive tackle Bryce Rogers also going to the Atlanta Falcons. Daniel Whelan, the punter from UC Davis, go to the New Orleans Saints as is Record-setting kick returner Rashid Shaheed from Weber State. He's also going to the Saints. That's also where Louis Kidd of Montana State is going. Lance McCutcheon also headed to the Los Angeles Rams. And then the following guys got rookie minicamp invites. Eric Berrier, the outstanding Walter Payton award-winning quarterback from Eastern Washington. He's going to get a shot with the uh, Denver Broncos. And Trey Webb, a strong safety out of Montana State. He's going to get a shot with the Atlanta Falcons. A couple other notable FCS names to touch on. Pierre Strong, the great running back from South Dakota State. He went in the fourth round of the New England Patriots. I think that's a great fit. I think he'll play quite a bit this year. I think he'll get some carries. He actually could be a fantasy football sleeper, so keep that under your pillow for the fall. Cordell Volson, the enormous offensive tackle from North Dakota State. I thought he was the best player on the field in Frisco, Texas including Daniel Hardy, including Troy Anderson, including everybody that was in that FCS National Championship game. And uh, it's actually crazy to say this about an FCS guy, but I was actually shocked that Cordell Volson lasted all the way until the fourth round. I thought he was uh, a second or third round guy. Offensive line, okay, maybe it's a position thing, that's why he fell, but either way, um, pretty impressive and, and a really good uh, resume for him. Zion McCollum who was the great standout corner for Sam Houston State. He went in the fifth round of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Chris Oladokin, I, I called him a ludicon, all, all fall to the endless correction of Andrew Outen. But uh, Chris Oladokin, the great quarterback from South Dakota State, he gets picked up in the seventh round. Uh, Andrew, before we get into track and field and softball, was there anybody that surprised you either that was drafted or wasn't drafted from the Big Sky or FCS ranks? Or, it's, or it's I guess picked up either, either way. I mean, get, get a shot in the NFL, I guess you should say.
2: Yeah, it actually surprised me a little bit that Daniel Hardy snuck into the seventh round there. Uh, I'm see, su- see, super happy it for him. It didn't surprise me only because of
0: this. Twofold. One... Because of the priority on speed in the NFL and because I think 19 of the 32 teams in the league now run odd man fronts, there's a lot more positions for guys that are 6'3", 245 than there used to be. You used to have to be 260 to play defensive end. Now you can play more on the edge, and and if you're rangy, you can play that wide nine. But the other thing is that the dude just tested straight out the box. That's why he, he got a shot. I mean, when you're 245 and you run... Four, I mean, I know Troy Anderson is a anomaly. He's a freak among freaks, but 4'6 flat and a 40-inch vertical uh, for a defensive end is pretty darn good.
2: No, that's absolutely right. He's clearly a fit in the NFL. I just thought that he might you know, get caught up in some of that slop in those last couple rounds. I mean, there are a lot of guys who can potentially play in the NFL. I thought he might have slipped through and fallen to an undrafted free agent. But it was good to see him picked up. Uh, Noah Ellis was a guy who was in a lot of seven-round mock drafts, but I think he landed in a really good position in Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia traded up in the first round to go grab a huge defensive tackle. Grabbing Noah Ellis off the street as an undrafted free agent seems like they're putting a premium on that position. So it seems like there'll, there'll probably be a roster spot for him if he performs there. It seems like there's a, there's a, a role for that you know kind of player in their defense. The other one that I thought was definitely worth noting was Samari Torre.
0: My question for you about Torre, though, is Torre obviously was a record setter at Montana and then graduate transferred to the uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers for his final season. And then he was a seventh-round pick by the Green Bay Packers. Did, uh, did his transfer impact his draft status one way or the other? Or is Samari Torrey going to get drafted right there in the late seventh round no matter where he's playing?
2: I really don't think it did, Coulter, because right. I think, and to my mind, he had a good year at Nebraska for sure, he but did. that's yeah. an intensely forgettable Nebraska team. I mean, they didn't do anything. If he puts up the stats that if he had stayed at Montana – and it was all set up for him to put up huge numbers at Montana, sort of not regarding the flip-flopping between quarterbacks that the Grizz had in the fall. That could have been one thing. But I thought he would have had a huge year, like a nationally a, – a, a year that drew a lot of national attention to him just because of his stats yes. at Montana. So going to Nebraska – you know, you lose the question of, well, what's the level of competition, but you also don't stand out as much. So I think he, he ended up probably about where he was going to be. The the
0: two biggest missing links of the Montana offense last year, other than an elite quarterback, were Samari Torre not playing for the Grizz and Marcus Knight being out. Right. But I would argue that everything for the Grizz would have gone better offensively last year. Well, I mean... It's not that strong of an argument. A drafted NFL receiver makes your offense better. Strong take, Coulter. Yeah, I mean, I know this, but just the element of speed, though, his ability to get over the top, it would have helped Sammy Akem out. It would have helped Mitch Roberts out. It would have helped Cole Grossman out. I think that Chris Brown had a hard time, like, getting through his reads. But if he would have been able to throw a back shoulder fade up the seam to Samari Torre...
2: Chris Brown might have had a little better October as well in the month that he was the Grizz starter. That's right. It opens up the space for everybody else, and we tried. We saw, you know, Malik Flowers try to fit in that role, and I know he had a big game against Western Illinois, but he sort of never took to that role. Yeah. Uh, and it just does open up space because the Grizz did have a lot of guys who operate underneath, with with guys like Kem and Grossman, but also the guys out of the slot, Gabe Solser when he was healthy, uh, a junior Bergen out there. Those guys would have had a, a lot more space. But uh, just just following up with the Big Sky guys, I think all the guys who got drafted have a really good shot to make it, um, to to stick on a roster because, like Daniel Hardy said, I mean, he's willing to play special teams. He has that experience. For sure. That's how you stick on a roster. I think Samori Torre, same way. You know, if he needs to play special teams, he has the speed for it. I think the pandemic
0: helped so many of these guys, too. It helped them be a year older, more physically mature, stronger, more healthy. To, to then show out during their final season. But I also think that they were able to get with their coaching staffs and have a plan. But Like, no other year ever w- would Troy Anderson have been playing on punt. But Troy right. Anderson was playing on punt because he had the discussion with Brent Vegan and said, hey, I'm trying to go
2: to the league. Put this on tape.
0: Right. Put the, Daniel Hardy, I know I'm a starting defensive end. I'm going to run down on kickoff. Please let me do it. And they had more time to sort of – Uh, hash that out and get those guys
2: on the field. And and I think that accelerates your your opportunities. And it's nice to see the wave come back around because this was after two years of really fallow drafts for not only the Big Sky, but the FCS in general. Big Sky Conference, dating back to 1963, had only ever had
0: three years in which they did not have a player drafted. Two of those years came consecutively
2: in 2019 and 2020. I guess 2020 and 2021. Right, and the it, year before that, it was like Christian Ellis was in the last five picks, he, he, and that was the was only guy. He was Mr.
0: Irrelevant, and that yeah. was it. So, yeah, so it has come back around for sure. I think a lot of credit goes to, uh, first and foremost, Jeff Choate. I mean, how about the fact that Montana State had more guys drafted than half of the Power Fives? <laughs> That's right. I mean, I, th- I think that there was 19 schools in the country that had two guys drafted. Montana State is one of them. Great recruiting by Jeff Chota. I actually shot Chota text today because while I was uh, interviewing Daniel Hardy in segment number one, which if you missed, you can find it um, on the Nuanas Now podcast. But I I told Chota, I said, I somehow stumbled upon the 2019 depth chart for Montana State, and that's before Daniel Hardy had moved to defensive end, and that's before Troy Anderson had moved to inside linebacker. And I I sent Chota a picture. I said, not a bad position group for an FCS team because – Troy Anderson was the starter at Sam Linebacker, and, <laughs> and Daniel Hardy was his backup. I said, that's pretty good. Two guys playing the same spot at an FCS school. Both of them get drafted. Uh, pretty impressive. Nuon is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Let's dive into our ESPN Roundtable. This has actually already been our ESPN Roundtable, so we'll play this again uh, tomorrow. B- NFL Draft plus Big Sky Championships included, but it is presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls is a great place to watch all things sports, including... How about some Grizz softball? The Grizz softball team into the Big Sky Conference tournament. They won in the first round of the Big Sky Conference tournament. They beat Portland State 5 4, a great game. Uh, They got to Olivia Gray early. She is one of the best pitchers uh, in the um, Big Sky Conference. And uh, they get to her early, touch her for two runs in the first inning. And they go on to a 5-4 win. Megan McGrath, who was recently named the Big Sky Conference um, Player of the Year, first time that's ever happened for Grizz Softball, she hit her program record 17th home run in this one. So she keeps on raking. And now the Grizz, they got another game today. So they will play um, tonight at 5 p.m. So I guess it probably just started. I don't know if the tournament is fully uh, on pace right now. But the Big Sky Tournament in Ogden is is rolling right now, and the Grizz, they get a win as the sixth seed over the three seed, and they will play uh, the number two seed, which I believe is Sacramento State,
2: uh, either right now or upcoming here in a minute. Yeah, so Weber State, the number one, just finishing up, it looks like uh, a run rule victory over Idaho State in the game right before. Okay, So we should be transitioning the that Montana game in about half an hour, you know, when, when that gets over. And I believe it is against Sac State. Weber State has
0: lost, I, I believe, less than ten conference games over the last three or four years. Well, they were thirteen and one this year. Thirteen and one this year. They uh, were forty-two and six overall this year. They had wins over BYU and Utah State. I mean, they're playing a competitively uh, a regionally competitive schedule, and uh, yet, though. They haven't won the tournament in several years, even though the way that the Big Sky tournament works is the previous year's champion hosts. This is the third year in a row the tournament's been in Ogden, but Weber hasn't gone in a couple years to the actual NCAA tournament. So is softball the sport in which uh,
2: the tournament is the most wide open, do you think? I think in a number of ways it is, uh, because softball, especially, just so dependent on your pitching. And And if your pitcher's rolling, you can. I mean, the, the, the Grizz last year were fifth in the league. And
0: Tristan Ackenbach pitched them almost all the way to the championship. And then they lost very end to Southern Utah in the in, in the game to get into the championship. But you're right. And, and Olivia Gray for Portland
2: State, she, they, she pitched them all the way to the NCAA tournament last year. That's what I'm saying. All of these teams usually have a pitcher who's right on that level, who if she does get hot, can put together three or four really good games. I mean, like you mentioned, Olivia Gray. For Portland State, um, I know Idaho State had the Big Sky newcomer of the year this year sure. with Haley yep. Rainey. Yep. Like I think any of those teams, it's like a hot goalie in the in the NHL playoffs, which are going on right now. Sometimes that's all that matters, but I think, I mean, man, this Weber State team—they're a machine for sure, and they're the ones. This team is the one that can sort of. Make irrelevant all of that randomness and all of the hot pitching because their lineup is just so stacked. I think they've got seniors one, two, three, four, five in the lineup. Chloe Camarero was among the nation leaders in home runs for a long time early in the season. Um, I think they they might just end up rolling over everybody as they're doing Idaho State right now. Moon is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, our ESPN
0: Roundtable talking. NFL draft from a Big Sky Conference perspective. Big Sky softball, and I'm on a little Big Sky track. Our guys are here, Josh Jones and j Simpson. So those guys from the City Life Center, from the Garden City Shootout, they'll join us in studio here in a minute. But uh, quickly, the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships underway in Pocatello, Idaho. The multi-events get started today and tomorrow. Then the full events get started on uh, Friday. So here are some of the athletes to watch, particularly from of the Montana schools. Drake Schneider is going to be gunning for uh, some of the best marks that the Big guy's ever seen in both the 400 meters and the 400-meter hurdles. Uh, he's an outstanding competitor from MSU. A couple throwers from the Grizz will be a couple of the uh, top individual men to watch. Brett Yankee, a super senior from the Grizz, takes the top discus throw into the field. Evan Todd, who's joined us here on this show before, He has the top javelin throw in the Big Sky Conference, the Kalispell native, who's now a thrower for the Grizz. Colby Wilson, by far and away the top pole vault in the Big Sky so far this year. 17 feet, 7.5 inches. Amazing. He might be the first Big Sky guy to ever go over 18, if he can keep pushing that mark, uh, the sophomore from MSU. And then on the, uh, the ladies' side, oh, and of course we have to mention Duncan Hamilton, who is one of the premier everything runners, Duncan Hamilton's time, (laughs) the thing that's crazy is you're always looking at times in track and field and comparing them to within the school records, within the conference, within the region, within the nation. Duncan Hamilton ran the eighth fastest time in the 3,000-meter steeplechase in the world. In the world, on the planet Earth the other week. Not for a college kid or a high school kid or in the West region or in the nation. No, the eighth fastest in the world. Unbelievable. The guy is a complete and utter stud. We also talked about Abdi Noor uh, from Northern Arizona. He shattered the all time collegiate record in the men's 5,000. I expect him to make another run at that at the Big Sky Championships. And on the girls' side, of course, Tanessa Morris, who broke the Montana record in the uh, weight throw or the hammer throw, excuse me. Uh, last week, she will again gun for that mark, 211 feet and some change, her record-setting mark. Joel Mendez from the Grizz has the uh, several school records in his sights, including the 3,000-meter steeplechase. So if that's a fast heat, we can see a lot of things fall there. Jansen Ziola, also an outstanding performer uh, for the Grizz as well. So we keep you apprised. We'll do some more track and field and some softball uh, later on this week. That is our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. You want to watch Big Sky Conference softball. You want to watch any sort of action that's going on, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, the PGA championships coming up. Paradise Falls has breakfast, lunch, dinner, 30 big screen TVs, 18 draft beers. They're going to have a great access to the Montana Sports Bet Montana kiosks. It's an awesome place with an early and a late happy hour. Great place for friends and family alike. Paradise Falls, your go-to spot on the south side of Missoula. Go check them out, 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. How about some three-on-three basketball on the blacktop for a good cause? Can't think of anything better. Two of my favorite dudes in studio next: Josh Jones, Jayton Simpson from the City Life Center, Garden City Shootout. Less than a month away. Keep it right here, Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. The Advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront, out of pocket expense. Visit online or call 406 640 4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate.
2: Uh-huh. When you know how I felt, Every
3: time I touch your skin Get a melt But you freeze quickly That's uh-huh. when you're so cold When I'm in my head That's when I miss you the most You had it easy But you just couldn't play your part Our heart was starving Why you focused on so many parts Other than love.
0: What up, Montana? Welcome back. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Maybe you're streaming or listening on the new ESPN Montana app. If you're not, go get it in your life. It's going to benefit you, I promise. Great place to stream, watch, listen to this show, both live and archived. And the great work. I'm, I'm told I'm supposed to call you guys now the... Uh, the Genius Engineering Trio. I, I called you guys the nerds in the back earlier, but now uh, the Genius Engineering Trio with Tommy Evans as the uh, the king and uh, his head sergeants, Andrew Houghton and Jeff Saver. Great job on the ESPN Montana app and all the progress that they've made from the tech side of things. Go get that in your life. We're coming to you through the Northwest Motorsport studio. Go check out Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. They have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest We always like to do this a couple times a week Just highlight things around the community Around the great city of Missoula And uh, this was a sort of tradition When this show used to be 2 tell But we haven't had these guys in, in a little while But now they're back Josh Jones, Jaton Simpson Both part of the Garden City Shootout And it's back in full force We got in about a month away And uh, it's going to be great to have Three-on-three back on the blacktop But what's up guys, thanks so much for being here
1: What's up, what's up? Thanks for having us. Yeah, certainly. We appreciate you uh, letting us on the radio again.
0: Of course. So, first and foremost, tell people a little bit, Josh, we'll start with you, just tell people a little bit about the history of this tournament, because you guys have been doing this for a little while. Uh, is a great cause, benefit in the City Life Center here in Missoula, and... Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but we had a little time away, right, because of the uh,
1: yeah we the state of affairs in the world, right? We, yeah, we took a year off, uh, and then we've been back. We we actually started it back up last year again, and and obviously uh, that was a challenge in some ways, but it was great. Um, history of it, I mean, this tournament uh, specifically goes back to when I was playing three on three right out of high school. I sure, mean, That's right. how long tournament's been around. It used to be run by the YMCA. And it got to the point where they were ready to hand it off and they saw City Life as a partner in that. And so they handed it over to us about, I don't even know, it's been a while, 10 or 12 years anyway. Um, Of course, I'm... I love basketball, and I love all that stuff. My life is full, and um, so I was looking for anybody that uh, might be more qualified than me uh, to help me out, and Jayton was gladly at the doorstep waiting to help out. So it was a super great thing to get him involved early on, and, and he's been involved for a lot of years now too. So it's been fun to see it grow. This was like a, uh, a re-coronation or something when j comes in here because we got some people at
0: Missoula Broadcasting Academy that used to work with j and other places in radio. And when I've said, hey, I got some guests coming in at 5.30 because we usually lock the doors here in Missoula Broadcasting at 5, I said, hey, got some guests coming in. The girls in every corner screaming, <laughs> oh, my God, Jayton's coming in. We can't believe I haven't seen j forever. So what's up, man? How you living?
3: Oh, it's great to be back in Missoula, Montana. I was out for uh, trying to explore Europe. To right, family, i I family out to right. Barcelona for a while, but now I'm back. I'm glad Josh didn't give away my position here <laughs> as ter- tournament director for the three-on-three three Garden City shootout. Y'all need to register right now. Registration is open. The end of registration for the early bird deal, the discount, is on the 19th, so I just had to get that in there for all yeah, of y'all absolutely. who are listening right now. Register right now. Early bird special going on. Um, but, yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be involved in, of course, the community. You know how Missoula is near and dear to my heart. And basketball, even though I'm recovering from an injury, I don't know if oh, you no. know. No, what happened? Playing basketball. Oh, of course,
0: man. <laughs> see, this is what happens. You get a little bit older, and then all of a sudden, see, like, this is my worst nightmares. I'm just going to, like, pop an
1: Achilles or something like that, <laughs> that's right? What he did. Is that what you did? Oh, no. <laughs> hey, oh, no it's I'm circling for the team, y'all. Oh, you you talk one about for a, the team. You talk about a coronation. Listen, I get an opportunity to go around a little bit in Missoula with Jayton. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Jayton's one of the few guys in our city that's done a little bit of everything. For sure. And such, You know built so many great bridges That every place we go into it feels like a coronation So everybody (laughs) loves to see him And and I know people love to come out And just to see him at the tourney too So again it's pretty fun
0: Garden City Shootout June 18th and 19th Where's this being played at Where's the location at
3: Uh, Still at the Southgate Mall. Straight, okay. And then we're actually thinking about changing the location to over near Shields. And Shields is actually one of our new sponsors. And big shout-out to Pepsi. Shout-out to Exact Image. Shout-out to Gatorade uh, for being our Zone sponsors this year. Shout-out to T-Mobile as well. Um, But we are at the Southgate Mall again June 18th and 19th. Early registration going on right now. Get those discounts and get those teams in. j todd tell people a little bit about—actually, both of you guys.
0: We'll start with j todd uh, the City Life Center is a, a great thing in Missoula. I think people that know, they know and they love it. But d- tell people just about what, it, what it's all about and and, and what you guys do, because this is actually a great opportunity for families to be involved and play some basketball and all that, but also raising some money for a pretty good cause as well.
3: Yeah, and, then you know, you tug on my heartstrings when you ask me why uh, City Life Community Center, you know, uh, why it means so much to me. Uh, not only was I able to uh, build a business out of this facility, the people around the uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the some of the renters or some of the uh, other nonprofits within the facility were able to support that business. Uh, when I fell on hard times, tough times, the community center was there. As far as employment, I mean, the center is amazing. Beyond all of that, it's a great youth center with programs for like uh, prom, after uh, sure. nights, longer nights, uh, funds for kids, where of course our youth can go somewhere and have some good, safe fun. But um, that's a little bit before I go on and on on why it's so near and dear to my heart.
0: Yeah, totally. And, and Josh, I mean, this is a very beneficial thing to people, uh, I guess youth of, of Missoula more than anything. And you've been involved with a lot of youth stuff. So, uh, oh, I mean, how do you think it's beneficial?
1: Well, I mean, I think in general, you know, more than 100 community groups used our building last year. So facility-wise, I mean, it's just at full capacity all the time. We have about 15 nonprofits that base out of our facility that serve families and And uh, teens specific, we're very, um, you know, teen centric when it comes to that. And that's uh, really the point of what it is we're trying to do. And, you know, um, going back to the print mentor days and, and that Jayton started out of there. I mean, our goal is to mentor kids through some pretty tough uh navigation in life right now for and so, sure and i think a lot of the those shared vision and the shared partnership within the facility is all about that as well we want to see healthy whole kids and uh, we want to see them grow to be uh, community aware but also contributing to our community in great ways and so um we have some really cool partnerships within the facility for that and again you know it's it's really a pleasure to see like you go by there at night and some nights there's six different groups using six different rooms in the building, all doing kind of different things that are completely different from each other, uh, but all with that kind of same mentality in, in place. We want to mentor kids. We want to come alongside of them. And and uh, and so it's fun to watch and fun to be a part of.
0: Jayton Jayton Simpson, Josh Jones from the City Life Center and the Garden City Shootout in studio. Garden City Shootout, June 18th and 19th down there at Southgate Mall. As j Todd keeps telling you, you got eight days to get in on that early bird special. But j Todd, when Josh mentions all the the different things that kids could be doing, what are some of the things that you guys have opportunities for down there? Because it is all sorts of different elements in in terms of maybe what your
3: interests might be. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It's one of the few places in town where you can find a full-blown basketball court. Right, totally. uh, With a nice floor, nice rims, nice backboard. Everything is nice in there. Uh, but also, there's this reball, like indoor paintball mm-hmm. um, that's part of the lower level of the facility as well. Uh, and on the weekends, there's other <clears throat> events that goes on at the facility. Uh, and I mean, Josh is back over to you because I can go on and on on <laughs> why? <laughs> I mean, I've used a parking lot before, just as like a um, uh, uh, an event center for for right. events. I mean, the list goes on.
1: Yeah. It's really true. I mean, there's there's a wide variety of activities we do, a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual events for teenagers. So, um, and really, that's that's the heart of it. One of our other partners in the building is uh, Boys and Girls Club, and uh, they they do after school programs, sure. K through sixth grade, and. Yep. Um, Just, you know, great, again, great partnership, great opportunity to to be involved in the lives of kids. It's a safe space. I think everybody in the building understands that. We all look out for each other. Um, Yeah, we do rentals, too, for birthday parties. So, And that's, you know, that's really increased a lot. We do birthday parties in our gym, birthday parties in the basement. We have inflatables that we send out. And that all kind of helps underwrite the program's activities, facility costs, you know. And costs are going up. That's the other thing. I mean, it's a big deal, um, you know. So, again, all those things help to just make the make the machine go forward and and uh, towards the end game of just investing in the lives of teens. Yep.
0: Well, change on that. I know that you you've talked about this on the show before, but I will ask you again, as a guy who came here once upon a time from California to play football for the Grizz, I, I know that you have talked about sort of the importance of this for the youth in this community. So, why do you think it is important to have, for these kids to be able to have? You know, just a place to go hang out and, and you know, have positive influences in their lives.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this is, um, it's, so a facility like the City Life Community Center in a community like this, where you have, uh, I, I would say, a hunger for activity. And for again, sure. going yeah. back to that basketball court, that full-blown <laughs> basketball yeah. court being there and the reball. Um, it's also the place where you can actually find some, Uh, I would say some like sanctuary or almost like some peace or some, you know, you can enter in that space and that space is almost like a, I don't know, you step in and you almost feel like, okay, this is a safe space for me. I can actually come here. I can find a corner. I can sit down. I can go into the student center and just play some video games and don't have to talk to anyone or share or have anyone all up in my space, so to say. Um, There's counseling services there as well. Um, Yeah, and 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 I think, if you haven't been down to the City Life Community Center, you need to visit it. You will find something there that will that yep. will not only help you, but also um, um, be an enabler or assistant to you in your journey, no matter where you're at in your journey. Gotta
0: love it. Well, the Garden City Shootout, one more time, June 18th and 19th. Got eight days till May 19th for the Early Bird Special. It's a three-on-three tournament down there at Southgate Mall. Uh, what else do people need to know about this? Well, Do you have a website? or How do you, how do people sort of get, get a hold of you, find out more information, sign up, all that stuff?
3: Yep, you can visit citylifemt.com. Or you can also visit the mall and pick up a paper registration as well. Um, just a few other tips on the, the tournament itself. We'll have a live DJ, which will be fun, so you know it'll be uh, live throughout. Also, tons of giveaways. <clears throat> Excuse me. And as well as, we're also looking for mascots. If there are any other mascots out there who want to get in on a little little three-on-three action, we will have a little exhibition game of mascots versus the staff challenge uh, the afternoon of that day one, so Saturday. And we're also looking for other organizations out there to put in a team. So, hint, hint, ESPN team. We're looking for our community division to be built out. Right now, we have Pepsi and ATG is in there. We also have the Missoula Police Department will have a team in there. Uh, Best Buy may have a team in there. So ESPN should have a team as well. So uh, yeah, get on that.
1: You can call yourselves the Achilles heels. Anyway, <laughs> oh! so, so, so a couple other things on Facebook. We got the Garden City shootout. You can look us up on Facebook. That'll take you to all the registration links as well. And uh, yeah, we got some really uh, fun sponsors, fun opportunities at the event itself. So even if you're not a basketball player, you should come out because it is a huge community event. We'll have our inflatables up. I mean, like it's a big deal. Well, like food trucks, there's
0: and yeah, I mean, food can, trucks, prizes. It's at the mall, yeah. so you can go and sign you something to eat. I mean, it's a great place to go. There's hang a on. guy that
1: keeps like calling us about it because he just wants to enter the dunk contest. It's so. <laughs> kind like, legit, like straight up. We're doing a dunk contest and so, three yeah, point contest. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a team, contest. but he wants it's to play. Great. I'm like, man, why can't you find a teammate? <laughs> if you're dunking like that, I so. <laughs> Gotta love you it. You well, just want surprises.
0: It is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, and uh, very happy to have these guys in the studio. You guys are welcome back anytime, man. Thanks for coming and kicking it.
3: Hey, thank you very much. Thanks Josh, for having us.
0: Josh Jones, J. Tom Simpson from the City Life Center, the Garden City Shootout, June 18th and 19th, down there at Southgate Mall. We'll keep you updated. We'll keep you going. And uh sounds like I might be uh, playing hoops in about three years. I think I might need to make a return, but I also might need to... Get my recruiting going respect. a little bit too. I need a couple ringers, is what I need. No, 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 J Ton. See, I don't do the I don't do the, the physical prep. <laughs> all I do is send the text messages and get the best dudes. Uh, this is how we won multiple City League championships. Has nothing to do with me. You just go get the X D one ballers and then, then you're good to go. He's so, four of four, that's m- what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Missoula Police Department and H E G, all you guys watch out. I'm gonna have a squad. It's not gonna have anything to do with me, but we'll have a squad. Uh Garden City Show on eighteenth, June 18th and 19th. Go get your signed up. It's a great cause. And more importantly though, go check out the City Life Center because it is a really cool place. It's a great part of this community. Whether you have kids or you don't, it's important to have a safe spot for the kids to go. So uh, go check that out. These guys, they're the best. We'll be back at Nuwana's now right after this. Take you through the rest of the week. Keep it right here at ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. One,
1: two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. Nobody pray for me. It's been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances.
3: For none of them with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant.
0: I had this whole plan before i changed my shirt and then i got all excited and then we had nachos and i didn't even spill so we're gonna you know wait for it i got a bunch of new fresh espn polo whites but they're actually not fresh they're my old white polo shirts so we're gonna start playing a game called if you're watching on any sort of screen does coulter have a stain on his shirt and you're gonna text in stain or no stain <laughs> and if i if you can see it I'm not gonna wear that one anymore. If you can't see it, that one's gonna stay in the rotation because I can see it, but that's because it's on me. But this, I think, I bleached this one pretty nice. I think I bleached it nice and white, and I think that uh, I think we're good to go. So stay tuned for the latest <laughs> listener engagement here at Nuana's Now. It is ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, or maybe the ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're listening or watching. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate you. Big Sky Conference softball tournament is rolling in Ogden, Utah. The University of Montana beat Portland State 5 to 4. So they are into uh, a undefeated game against second seeded Sac State. The Grizz, the sixth seed, they knocked out the three seed. Weber State, the top seed, th- they took on an Idaho state team that won their first game, and then Weber uh, trounced them in short order. So the top seeded Wildcats into tomorrow, undefeated. The Grizz playing uh, Sac State for the opportunity to be the other undefeated team in the bracket. It's a double elimination tournament from down there in Ogden. So we'll keep you up to date with that. Big Sky Conference track and field outdoor championships started today in Pocatello, Idaho. Uh, The multi-events today and tomorrow and then the full meet on Friday. So we'll keep talking about that all week. Those two things were part of our conversation throughout the show today. We also talked some NFL draft in hour one and hour two with Daniel Hardy, Montana State defensive end, now Los Angeles Rams defensive end, joining us. And we also talked about some of the other Big Sky Conference and FCS players that made it to the NFL, both through the draft and as an undrafted free agent, or I guess the free agents, plural. Also, we heard from Jeff Safford, the voice of Grizzly Lacrosse, University of Montana, into the final four of the MCLA National Lacrosse Tournament in Austin, Texas. They play Rhode Island tomorrow 515. so we'll also have some of that for you tomorrow as well and uh, we also heard from our great buddies and good to see those guys they're just the best they're so funny and fun to hang out with Josh Jones, Jayton Simpson both of the City Life Center here in Missoula. great members of our community Doing a lot of good things for the young people here uh, in gar- in the Garden City. they are spearheading once again the Garden City shootout a three on three tournament down there at Southgate Mall and a lot of the benefits go to the City Life Center. So appreciate Josh and Jaton for swinging by. You can find everything from today's show on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the advocates. Tomorrow, we'll be back at it at Brett's RV and Marine. It's becoming, I shouldn't say our, our fully second home, because we have a lot of second homes here uh, with this traveling radio show. But... Uh, We have had a lot of time down at Brett's. It's a great place to be. So we'll be hanging out down there between 3 and 6 p.m. tomorrow. And uh, come see us. Come hang out with us. Rajim Seabrook is going to be kicking it with us tomorrow. We're also going to hear from Joey Visser. He's an outstanding football player from Jefferson High School in Boulder. He's coming to the University of Montana. So we'll talk about his future, his commitment uh, to the Grizz and all of that. We'll also talk about uh, the... Interesting situation with Clint Lang, the head coach there at Jefferson High School that was uh, forced out by the school board and then subsequently retained. And so that will be an interesting talking point. We're also going to talk NFL draft from a uh, team benefit perspective. We're also going to talk about maybe the greatest slow game in the history of sports. Tom Brady deferring the money, deferring the money, getting that money. He's going to get the richest contract in the history of television after signing, you know, quote-unquote good deals throughout his entire NFL career. So we'll talk some Tom Brady as well. And, of course, we'll talk some more uh, NBA playoffs, too. The NBA playoffs down to the final eight teams. We got uh, a set of games tonight.
2: Do we have any of these games on the radio right after this? Yeah, Colter, dropping you right into the crucial game five between the Milwaukee Bucks and uh, the Boston Celtics, so stay tuned for that. Absolutely
0: crucial. It's a uh, uncertain what sport Milwaukee and Boston were playing over the weekend. <laughs> Looked like football to me. These guys on Twitter, they're like, oh, the 90s basketball was so much more physical. Did you watch the game between the Bucks and the Celtics? There wasn't a dude on his feet in the entire first half. I, I thought they were... They- I thought Giannis was going to kill Jason Tatum. I thought the entire Celtics team was going to kill Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is physical, so we'll drop right into that. We'll also have reactions for you from Golden State and Memphis. Can the Grizzlies hang on down three-one, or can the Warriors move on? NBA, NFL, Grizz football, NFL draft, Tom Brady, everything in between. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Brett's RV and Marine getting kicked off at three PM from the remote there, but also four PM from Juana's. Now we'll see you then. ESPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge 406-640-4444 today or you can visit